here it is. First thing, Monday morning, popping a two-part series in your earbuds because it is the early Black Friday sale for the Systemize Your Life Academy. If you are listening to this in real time, you are in luck. You can, for the next 48 hours, grab the Systemize Your Life Academy for $350 off. Check it out at chelseajoe.co backslash academy. But I'm also really, really happy that I get to bring this two-part series to you on how in the world you can use the resources that you have at your fingertips in your house to be able to tidy up and to get your house cleaned. We're going to be diving into my five super quick tips to be able to get your husband on board today and tomorrow we're going to be talking about how to get your kids involved and how to get them helping you clean the house so you don't have to go at it alone. These are the number one downloaded episodes that we have are all the ones on how to get your house in order. It is not only an undertaking for all of you, but also for me and putting systems in place is the number one way that I have been able to get my house under control. So my house is not controlling me, but rather we are all working as a team in the house that we live in, the house that we play in, the house that we work in, the house that we eat and grow and have disagreements and then make up with each other. This is where we do life and we want our home to be a space of rejuvenation, a space that's functional. And that is what we're going to go into today with five quick tips super excited. Grab a pen and paper because these are going to be really awesome takeaways for you. What do you say? Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships banging organization and time management strategies, and a rock-solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. A lot of people think that I just got super lucky and my husband just loves to do all the things and he's super systemized and he loves Google calendars and he loves cleaning and he loves cooking and he loves to do all the things and I just have like a unicorn for a husband, but that is not the truth. <laughs> he is a very tidy person for him, for him. He is not... He's not the guy that like leaves his shorts on the floor or outside the shower. So like he will keep himself and and his things picked up for the most part. Like he does have like certain things that he'll leave out in random places. But he's not the person that like picks up the children's things. He doesn't pick up my things. He doesn't like need a clean like bathroom at all. Like I think he could go a really long time without cleaning toilets in a shower based on what his bachelor pad looked like the first time I saw it. (laughs) No, I mean, it was not dirty by any means, but it's not like my definition of like clean, you know? Um, He does loathe having dirty dishes, 
but not to the point where like he's the one that is like, hey, we got to do dishes all the time and we have to maintain this and we need a system for it. Like he has certain things just like every person does that he's good at and that he's not good at. But the truth of the matter is, is he is not like the person that's going to walk around and make sure that the house is well maintained. Like that truly does fall on me. And we've had our fair share of conversations. I wouldn't call them, they're not disagreements, but real like riffs about the house is not messy because of me as a wife. The house is messy because of the children and we are responsible for it. I get that you're gone and that you're working all day long, but I'm working all day too. These are the conversations that I have. Like I'm working all day long and at the end of the day, this is what has to happen at the end of the day and I can't do it alone. I'm exhausted. And there are times whenever he taking into consideration my husband's needs, just like you're going to have to take into consideration your husband's needs. And then we're going to go into the five tips, but which is kind of part of this, but, or we will talk about that in just a minute when I go into the five tips, but really it's looking at, there are days when I know that I'm just gone, done and depleted and I have nothing left. And so I'm able to communicate the systems to him that he now understands. But we didn't have that in the beginning because I didn't have a systemized life or home or marriage or motherhood or home. None of those things were systemized. And so we would have these conversations and it was just like, I don't know how to get him on board with understanding that this is not because of me. This is because of the whole dynamic of our entire family. And why am I the only one that's responsible for it? Do I love to provide a clean space for him to come home from work to? Absolutely. But with my husband's job, sometimes he's had a really easy shift and he's got all the energy and he's actually recharged from playing all the basketball and from watching and listening to all the podcasts. And he went on two calls in 24 hours and like he just had a heyday that's a little bit like a frat party at a firehouse. Like, and I'm over here ready to literally pull my hair out because I've been with sick kids or with fussy kids, or I've had to take kids to 12,000 places, plus try and get my work done. Plus no one helped me with resetting the systems the day before, like we're supposed to. And so now the house is a mess and I have to eat here and I have to work here. And it's just, it's that, right? And so these are the things that I started doing, these five things, in order to be able to help me get my husband on board, really. It's more of this conversation of, how in the world's do and and what have I done to be able to get my husband on board on a more consistent basis to where we're not having these conversations over and over and over again about how I feel alone in the process really is is kind of what we struggle with is feeling like why is this only me how can I get some help around here not only is it just a lot to manage on my own because I'm one person and the rest of the family is however many people you have in your family, but also because it just feels kind of alone and having the support is going to look different for everybody. 
sometimes you might have a tiny house and this is super easy for you. You might have a huge house and you have to actually outsource portions of it to, to pay people, right? You might be all over the place. So you're going to have to take these five tips and you're going to have to look at what of these five things am I not doing right now? What of these five things can I incorporate right now to be able to help my husband want to be on board with keeping the house cleaned and maintained. All right. Those are the questions that I want you to ask yourself. Go back and listen to that again. Write it down on a piece of paper. And then here's the five tips. First, I want you to know what your husband's strengths are. So when I sat down and I looked at Blaine in the beginning, I was like constantly frustrated. And I think I've mentioned this example on the podcast before, but he'll like dive in and he'll start doing the kitchen. He's, we have like an open floor plan where the kitchen, the dining and the living is all completely open. And so if we're all just hanging out and there's dishes in the sink, he'll go over and he'll kind of start working at it because it's kind of like his pet peeve. But the thing of it is, is I, and this is going to tie into multiples of these. I was always looking at other things that I needed him to do for me instead of using that strength right there. The strength that he has is to get up and complete a task immediately when it bothers him. And I should be utilizing that as the person that is trying to make sure that this whole entire house is maintained. So just knowing if your husband's like super good at completing something, it doesn't bother him. Does he take out the trash regularly? Does he maintain the yard regularly? Does he vacuum into seconds? Does he clean toilets really well? Can he fold clothes or hang up clothes really quickly? Like what is he super just, what have you noticed in him that he can do pretty easily and he doesn't really blink at it? If he's doing absolutely nothing, like he literally does nothing. He works all day long, 12 hours a day and he's only home on the weekends. Okay, let's have a conversation you'll see in some of these other tips of how he can support you in a different way. What would you notice about his strengths in a situation like that, that you could pour into? Hey, I noticed that you worked all day long. You worked super, super hard. And I'm grateful for that. And that is where your life is right now. And that means you're going to have to be working super duper duper hard all day long too. And that's going to be the dynamic of your life until something changes. And that's what it looks like in certain seasons of my life. And the the season that I'm in literally right now, Blaine is 100% unavailable Monday through Friday all day long from 3.30 in the morning until he goes to bed at night. It's just he's unavailable. And so I am exhausted from doing all of the things with literally no help during the week, right? And so we've been having these conversations about what does this look like for me to get a little bit of a recharge on the weekends and I'm having to improvise and adapt and overcome right now. So look at his strengths, see where he can help you in that and get super creative, even if it doesn't sound exactly like your family fits the mold that I just described. Number two tip, put your house on a cleaning rotation. (laughs) We've talked about this in many other episodes. I'm not going to go into this. You've got to make cleaning simple. Your house should be broken down into zones. It should be unbelievably black and white. 
black and white. If it is confusing for you at all, he's not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. His mind is not going to go there. This is not his domain. This is not what he thinks about. He does not have time to think about all the things. Don't expect him to even begin to know what there is to be cleaned in your house. He doesn't think about it. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't eat, sleep, and breathe it like you do. End of story. Make it simple. Make it visual. Get your house on a cleaning rotation. A simple one. Pop inside the Facebook group. Go check out the podcast vault. It's all there for you to digest in a different episode. Okay, here's tip number three. Ask him when it would be a good time for him to to help, to clean. Involve him in the process, right? Involve him. Ask him, hey, uh, what do you want to do? What would you like to clean? I noticed you're really, really good at hanging up the girl's laundry whenever it comes straight out of the dryer because you hate wrinkles and you hate static. When I finish washing clothes on Saturday morning, do you think you'd have 30 minutes to hang them up for me? Done. That's it. That's simple. We don't need to talk about, you never help me. We don't need to talk about, I'm so exhausted. We don't need to talk about all of those things. Trust me, I love to communicate my feelings. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. What I'm saying is if you want you to get your husband on board, you go to him, you compliment him, and you tell him what his strengths are. And then you say, hey, would you mind doing that for me for 30 minutes? Give him a timestamp. Give him a specific date. Tell him exactly what you want from him and say, please, would you mind doing that for me, please? End of story. If he says no, okay. Ooh, that stings. That hurts. You could ask him, okay, do you have another time that you would rather do that for me? Do you have another, do you have something else that you'd like to do? Is there anything that you'd like to do? Like just involve him in the process. Ask him, ask him when it would be a good time for him to help you. It, it goes a long way. It speaks to their pride. It speaks honor. It speaks respect. And the things that you get back out of him when you're talking to him that way are going to literally make you think, huh, why have I not been doing that all along? That was really easy. <laughs> really, really easy. But sometimes we get so lost and so frustrated in the things that we're thinking about that we just want to like word vomit it and like emotionally explode all over them. And that's what makes the results so yucky for us. And it's not actually a direct reflection of who or what he wants to be. It's about how we've brought it to them. So this tip number three is huge and it might take some practice and you might do it wrong and you might do it the way that you've always done it. And you tell them, gosh, darn it. I'm sorry. That is not how I meant to say that to you. I didn't mean to offend you. I, I really intended to tell you what you're doing well and let you know that I appreciate your help. And this is the help that I could use. And you just keep trying. Like I get it so wrong so often but I'm getting better at it because I'm so committed to prioritizing respect and honor because it makes him feel like he should feel. And it also gives me the results that I want. And that's the beauty of learning how to communicate the way that they need us to communicate with them. Okay, here's tip number four. Give him autonomy. 
leave him alone. (laughs) Let him clean how he wants to and what he wants to. So this ties into number three. If he says, yeah, I don't mind doing toilets, let him clean the freaking toilets however he wants to clean them. Like, leave him alone. Don't stand over his shoulder. Don't tell him that he missed the spot. Don't do anything. Just let him go clean the toilets and leave it alone. Now, there's a disclaimer here. I work really, really hard to establish systems in my home. And still to this day, what we work through is I am working my tail off to establish systems. And we've gone over the system about so many times, insert whatever number, And sometimes it just gets completely ignored. And full honest disclosure right here, this is my hardest thing, is just to let him put the darn long sleeve shirts in the short sleeve shirt section in the girls' closets and then just change them. Like, it's okay. And it's also okay for me to just say, thank you so much for hanging these up and be done with it. I'm still really focused on making sure that the actual goal is to get the help and let him do the work that he needs to do because I've done it many times but when I go into that dark place of my personality where the one on the Enneagram rears its ugly head and I like start to panic because the long sleeve shirts are where the short sleeve shirts are (laughs) things don't go well And it's so, it's just, it is what it is. You know, we all have parts of our personality and they, they can be our superpowers and they can be our kryptonite. And it's clearly why I have the Systemize Your Life Academy and it is a beautiful part of me. But I recognize that this is the hardest part for my children too. It's not just my husband. It's, it's just all of it. It's the way that I was raised. It was how my dad was with me. It's how my mom was with me. It just is what it is. And so I have to work really, really hard to just leave it be. And over the years, I've seen like, Chelsea, it is so nice that all you literally didn't have to hang up the clothes. All you need to do now is just move the long sleeve ones over to the short sleeve ones. That's all you had to do. So say thank you. Be so grateful that he helped in the way that he wanted to help. Because here's what happens. If you are trying to constantly change the way that they're doing it or your kids are doing it, they're going to want to stop. They're not going to want to help you. Okay. So just make sure that you give him autonomy to clean when and how he wants. And here's the other thing too, the, the wind part, he might want to clean in a completely different day than you. Maybe Saturdays don't work for him and you love it. It like lights you up. That's awesome. Now let him do it let him clean whenever he wants to. If he's like, yeah, sure. I'll do toilets. Okay. Do, could you do it sometime this week? Do you know when you'd be able to do it? You can have that conversation, but let him decide when he wants to clean the toilets that he works for and pays for and uses, you know? So sometimes we just have to kind of take a step back whenever we are kind of the keepers of the home and when we're asking other people to help us to give them a little bit of autonomy because it is their home too. All right, here's number five. Last but not least, make it fun. 
the the best part of cleaning with my husband now is making it fun. I'm super flirtatious. I put music on. I get excited. I give a smack on the bum. Like, I love it. I'm so excited. Like, the best parts of me come out now when we're doing this together. And that is what we remember when it comes time to do it again and I want him on board with this whole process. Of course, he's going to want to do it if it's fun. That's that's fun for Blaine. Fine, play the music that he wants, right? Like, he doesn't always want to listen to my, like, music that I love to listen to, you know? He loves a good classic rock that makes me want to scratch my eyeballs out. But we put it on, and I get so excited, and we find things to be excited about, and even if that's just for 20 minutes. And it's not always. We're not always having a dance party. We're not always doing that. But I really do try my best to make it super, super fun. To bring out the best parts of my personality in a time when my worst parts typically shine, that one in me comes out really, really hardcore. It used to. Anytime we were working on a project, anytime we were trying to complete something, there was me with my grumpy face, my grumpy attitude. It was no fun for anybody. And so making it fun has been one of the number one things that I think has really been such a game changer for getting my husband involved. And you know what? Like sometimes it might not be music for your family. It it might be he pops in his own earbuds and he wants to listen to a podcast or maybe he wants to have sports on or like watching something in the background while he's vacuuming, like whatever it is, is fun to him, try and infuse a little bit of that in when you're cleaning. But my recommendation is always, is always music. Like we turn off everything and we pump the music and we just have a good time. Open up the windows. I'll even put on like his favorite oils without him even knowing it or like mood lifting ones, just something super citrusy that gets everyone's brain like excited and they don't even know why. (laughs) It's like my little magic air sauce. Just try and make it fun. Those are my five tips for you. If you are sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, those are some systems. I want to know how to communicate that effectively with my husband. I want to be able to involve him. I want to be able to have a cleaning rotation in my house. Where do I get all these things? You get them over inside of the Academy. ChelseaJoe.co backslash Academy. Get your bum in a seat. There's a seat at our table for you. We would love to see you on the next group call right now for the next 48 hours. It's $350 off. Steal of a deal. Lifetime access. Hop inside with us. Come back here tomorrow for part two so you can figure out all of my unbelievable five tips to be able to have your kids get involved and start helping you to keep your house clean and tidy. All right. I'll see you over inside of the Facebook group. Until tomorrow. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. 
What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.